Welcome, Ben. Thank you for joining us for another instalment of Bean Camping. And I know you're not feeling very well right now, and it's not coronavirus related. You've just got a touch <laughs> of the sniffles. Yeah, it's like a bloody tap. Oh, it stopped running. A it's... leaky washer, mate. That's what it is. <laughs> it's a leaky washer, and uh, it, that's not fun. And the shops that's are not... short to go and fix it as well. So <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are. It's not good fun, but I appreciate you joining us anyway. And you know, let's let's get through this as best we can. Yeah, I'm feeling quite pumped to be quite honest with you. It's been a while. Um, it has. Yeah, we haven't we haven't managed to record for a few weeks actually, just through life and whatnot. But we're here now. It's yeah. uh, well, you know, Christmas got in the way a little bit. To be fair, um, yeah, but it always does, doesn't it? Always gets in yeah. the bloody way that bugger. Christmas stops everything, but you know, good reason as well. We've got wife and two young children each, you know, so you got yeah. to, it's all about priorities. Yeah, podcast mate, that's top of the priority list for me. <laughs> uh, how was your Christmas? Merry Christmas, by the way. Merry yeah, Christmas. Merry Christmas, by the way. Yeah. Um, Chris, yeah, it was all right. I got to see one designated family member, although technically two, because my sister uh, still lives at home, so uh. It was nice to, to actually go and see them for Christmas Day, albeit for about six hours. It's a yeah. three-hour, one-way trip. Um, so spent just as long in the car there and back as we did actually there. But it was yeah. worth it. I haven't seen anyone for nearly 12 months, so... Yeah, it makes a difference, doesn't it? It does. It really does. Yeah. Uh, we we uh, Well, we, didn't, we, we stayed at home and... Um, you know, our, our immediate family isn't that far away from us, but we we sort of just we just stayed at home. To be honest with you, it was it was fairly low key, but not it was enjoyable. I got to say, it was really nice. We didn't have to travel anywhere, uh, which we we normally do. So that was that was quite a big plus for us, actually, as parents. Anyway, so would you say you preferred not traveling to to traveling, or or did you miss did you miss having to travel, or was it you know a nice novelty not having to to but, go anywhere? <laughs> It's a little bit, of, a little bit of both, because we we usually travel to to see everyone on on Christmas or Boxing Day. Well, actually both. We 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 usually split it out, but we we usually stay in a camper van. So it's kind of like um, you know, it's like a camping trip, really. Um, <laughs> it's just that there's a lot of prep, and in years gone by, we would have a little Christmas Eve party with very close family and friends and that's really good fun usually but then you've got to get up at the crack of dawn you've got to open presents you've got to pack everything up you've got to get it in the van you've got to then drive over somewhere and then you you know by midday you feel like you can relax and breathe out it's it's just it's just a different experience yeah that's all yeah yeah we just sort of got on with opening presents and you know having smoked salmon and scrambled eggs and opened a bottle of fizz from seven o'clock onwards it was great <laughs> really isn't it. that what time spoons opens on a normal day <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly no we, we really enjoyed it and actually we both sort of said well it, it kind of makes you think well why do you do the running around and the racing about you know we just made us think that we're really bad at planning other christmases because it was enjoyable and the, the kids were really relaxed there was no sort of uber excitement you know there was no staying up until two o'clock in the morning they can't wait for father christmas and then waking up at four o'clock somehow it just 
evolved into some sort of normality where they went to bed at a reasonable time and they got up at a reasonable hour. No one was overtired. You know, there's no tears and dramas halfway through Christmas Day because we're yeah. all tired and all the rest of it. And not only that, but I suppose you have Christmas morning and then, you know, kids being kids, I was the same. You just want to play with what you've got. You want to explore what you've got and what you've had. And yeah. I guess you can't always do that because if you end up going, right, oh, well, you've got an hour to play with your new, I don't know, remote control car or uh, Sega or whatever. Not that Segas are a thing anymore, but, you know, it's the same. Well, and then we're going off to see your grandparents or to see such and such or to see. And it's yeah, like, I'm, oh, I'm, well, I, you know. that's That's the biggest thing is that it doesn't really matter what age you are or what. We're all, well, I'm a, I'm a big kid at heart. So, if I, I got definitely present, am. irrespective of what it is, you know, I want to sit and interrogate it at two o'clock in the afternoon and see what it can or can't do and all the rest of it. So you kind of realize that when you drag the kids away and go, right, we've got to go and see person X or whatever. They're like, but I don't want to do that. I want to play with the toy that I've been talking about for the last four months. <laughs> yeah. 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 And now you can't. Now you, you've got to just clock watch for the next four hours while you spend yeah. it at Auntie Bloody Edna's or whatever. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I think there's there's a lot to be said for it, and I'd do it again. To be perfectly honest with you, it's not that I don't enjoy waking up. Um, it, you know, it's just that kids need to be kids, and I include myself in that. Yeah, I I'm very much a. Let's just say I grew up, but I didn't mature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you and me both, mate. You and me both. Right, and 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 the best of it is, you know. <laughs> I, I get to have all the things that I wanted as a kid, but I wasn't allowed to have, you know, yeah. like all the good stuff. I got thoroughly what? spoiled this year. Yeah. Yeah. You were saying, so let, let everyone know what you got. Well, apart, apart from a bit of technology, which was needed purely for this podcast. Um, and my, my wife spoiled me with an upgraded iPhone, which made a big difference. Um, and a few ancillary objects that means that we can record with equalised sound. Uh, I feel like I've got a voice for <laughs> for Christmas. Um, that aside, I got uh, a, a rucksack, which who doesn't like a rucksack? It's a day sack, Brow Raven, and uh, they're awesome, absolutely awesome. And um, quality also, as well. Oh, real, like, real good quality kit. Really, really good quality. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good quality. And it's just one of those things that once you've purchased it, it's going to last you like 15 years. As long as you, you know, throw it around, knock it around, it probably last yeah, you 20, 25 it. years. Yeah. So that was that was cool. And uh, a, a, a Mora knife, the Cans, Cansol? Can't remember. Cansol. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good find for my mum and dad. Uh, which was gratefully received. And I did get a totally non-camping related gift from uh, one of my friends, which was a radio controlled car, which was totally unexpected, but a very long story. And um, that has proved to be a big hit actually with, with me and my eldest son. So yeah. Oh mate, remote control cars are always a hit. Well, it, what it actually bought me was 20 years of memories. And yeah. that's, some, that's something that it doesn't matter where you shop. You can't buy that off Amazon. No. <laughs> So uh, no. it was it was a really good a, re- a really good gift actually and I, obviously not one I expect every year but if he does listen by any chance then you know you've got some you've got somewhere to go next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about so, yourself? What what did you get? What, what happened? I uh, yeah, I got a bed. 
which makes it makes makes a change because to be honest that you you, you mean like roll mat bed not like yeah we're self-inflating um oh, yeah. Yeah. snug pack um right nice yeah so i'm ever slightly too long for it but there was a trade-off and the trade-off was weight this is about 700 grams um uh-huh. which it's heavy really in the scheme of things compared to just like the normal the roll mat i've got 300 grams but the difference is that roll mat was shit um and, and this one is uh, yeah and this one isn't isn't oh, well, i haven't tried it yet but i'd like to and the reviews you know i'm, I'm always whenever i look for things that i say well i'd like this you know if, if that's all right um i always for thoroughly research i can't remember what the thermal rating of it was now but I, I seem to remember it was fairly decent and obviously better than sleeping on a on on the floor normally is what i, no, I would normally do just sleep on the yeah. floor i'm um, fairly sure that our we, we, we've got thermarests all around i think they're the neo air i think or neo venture i think they're called yeah. um but they're about 400 grams and i would swap them out for something that is double the weight just for a bit more yeah. warmth and comfort no problem well this is this is it and it's you know it's warmth comfort i'm i can i can sleep anywhere right and that's yeah it's warmth that's though, not isn't it you, it's the warmth because it once you start feeling that cold burn through the floor it never leaves you it yeah you. it's you, you stuck you stuck like that till you get up yeah it's um, like a it's like a, a, a shitty jack russell that once it bites you it don't let go well i got that um i got carving knives uh, yes. 106 and the one another 120 i've had a couple of 120s before but i've never had a 106 so i asked for one of those because I, I like knives so who doesn't like a knife well this is it the thing is mora pounds for pound are probably for the money some of the best knives you'll buy hands down pound for pound, for pound they are the best knife out there there's there are loads of, of really good knife makers out there and Anyone that listens to this would know who those who those people are. We don't really even need to mention their names. But Mora will give you the best knife pound for pound. And do you know what? Actually, I've got I've got several knives, and some of which I've made myself, some of which I've bought, and some of which have cost a great deal of money. But I've just gone back to two Mora knives now, and they're they're exceptional. Unless unless you start. You know, unless you really want something bespoke that's unique to you, it's the only one of its kind. Um, I say the only one of its kind. There's only so many styles of blade that you can get. But in terms of the scales and, and the handle and all of that stuff, you know, um, yeah, you can cha- change the micarta out, etc. But the reality is, when you start spending two, three, four hundred pounds on a knife that's been handmade for you, then fair enough. Okay, you. You're going to get a nice knife. However, yeah. when you're spending 15, 20 quid on a knife that if you look after will literally last you years, not, yeah. you know, if you leave it out, it's going to go rusty. If you leave it in the shed unoiled, it's going to go rusty. However, if you just bit of veg oil on it, put it away, mate, Take care. once you get that out, run it through for a bit of wood a few times just to get residue off it, strop, that, strop it up. No, bingo, bango. That's it. You've got a nice, nice, yeah. no, shiny I, I knife. I totally agree. Totally agree. In fact, in actual fact, the one of my, my favourite knives is the Eldress, the Mora Eldress, which is like a little UK legal carry sort of... It's a compromise between a fixed blade and a pocket knife, really. But there's a lot of little tasks that I can do with that. And I'm not too shabby at keeping things sharp. 
because I've I've learned a lot of bad ways, if that makes sense. It's taken me 15 years, but I finally learned how to, to get a bevel on an edge. But that thing, I mean, it's so frighteningly sharp. It's just ridiculous, you know? And um, yeah. the, you, you cannot go wrong with it. With the Mora, uh, I think it's a stainless, actually. I don't know what grade it is. I'd have to, I'd have to look that well, up. But... I've got um, a Mora Companion, which is like their mm-hmm. entry-level knife. They're like 12, 13 quid. They use that for fishing, for cutting line and just having a bit of a piss about by the side of the pond. And the, the reality is, for 12 or 13 quid, to keep one of them in your tackle box is no trouble whatsoever. I know. Um, I, I quite like the Gartberg. Actually, I, I could I could well and truly be a Mora ambassador because, like you say, I think pound, for, pound for pound, they're well up there. Well, I can't I can't fault fault Mora, the quality if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, if you if, if anyone yeah. from Mora is listening, we love your knives. Please send us yeah. knives. <laughs> yeah, and the, the carving knife. What what? Sorry, what knives? Any, have you, got? you got the one hundred six. I've got a one hundred six and a, another another one twenty, which I think in all the years now that it's probably my third third one I, I mean the first the first one i ever got my god no i vandalized that really you know when you look back yeah. and you think oh yeah cheap no. vandalized it the second one i think i dropped it and dinked the end on it which yeah once you yeah you know so i thought oh, they're cheap enough i'll wait yeah. till christmas i'll get another one you're not taking your fancy handmade 400 pound knife out and dropping that and dinking it you, you're dinking a yeah. 20 quid knife it doesn't really matter you're not going to get upset not, with yourself. It's not so much that for me. It's like, it's when it needs sharpening. Now, Perfect knife to learn on. Learn yeah, how to hand sharpen on a Mora. If, you, if, you yeah. if, if you're not shaving your arms with it, you're doing it wrong. So keep trying, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. Yeah. I think that was one of the no, biggest I'm... faults of my, the first one I had, is that I, I didn't learn how to sharpen it properly. And to be fair, I'm not amazing at sharpening. I can get it sharp enough to shave with, um, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm anywhere amazing or anything no. like that. There's a difference between not being able to do it, not being too shabby, and being an expert. And I am, yeah. I'm well before being an expert. That's for sure. In fact, the first companion knife that my missus bought me probably 15 years ago, I still have. And <laughs> when I look at it, I've kept it now because the the bevel on it is so ridiculous. You like, you can see how it's impossible. It would even cut hot butter you know it just it's not going to happen i'll look at it and just say that is exactly how you don't do it and i've kept it for that reason i've not tried to regrind it or put a new finish on it i've kept it purely as a reminder of a how memento. not to treat yeah yeah and i, I do love it for it as well yeah. well it's excellent you know, excellent knives. You, you can you can see see the learning curve as well i guess in, in yeah that's it from that to where you are now but the reality is you know pound for pound you're not you're not going to get a better knife. Um, even oatmeal again, I, 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 I'd have a more over an oatmeal. Again, it's not a different knife for a different job, but you know it's the same. This, okay, people have a bit same of principle. Same principle. Yeah, pound for pound, you're not you're not getting much better. I, I don't no. think. Um, no, I, I like. I tell you what else I had. Well, I'll tell you what else I had. I had a Baco. Um, yes, Baco Laplander, and I used sure. it. I used it today to cut. Uh, a, f- a four inch post cut a meter off a four Excellent. inch post and you know what it did it pretty well yeah they yeah do. really nice yeah. clean cut on it didn't take much work at all um got once i got it started and through that was it yeah. in no time rather than getting the uh chop saw out and all of that i thought well, i'll just just uh, see see what the back end can do and went through well, it you, all right you know that you know that I've gone through. I've gone from a Baco to uh, an Openall to a Silky, and I've gone back to the 
Laplander? <laughs> well, I've I've got I've got an Apenol actually, um, and it's the only saw I've ever damaged myself with because it's backward. The Apenol's backwards cutting, and uh, I, I was holding a yeah, brand. So the draw cut. Yeah. yeah, so and I, I drew out and literally drew straight across the top of my Well, I, actually, the silky, the silky's like that as well. And I'm not, yeah, yeah I probably, I probably stay away from that. I like to push, push forward, draw back. Push, yeah, you know. Well, because the minute you pick up a blade, anyone with anyone experience would tell you you push the cutting edge away from you, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So anything that's sharp, why, learning, why you're am not, I going to push it away from you? You don't cut towards yourself. No yeah. one ever does that. No. So it's a little bit in, in counterintuitive, really. Well, but sometimes you can I mean, they're, they're, towards yourself, but you need to just good, be mindful of what you're doing. They're good blades. They are good blades, but I have broken uh, open all before. Yeah, and, it took you three weeks, um, did it not? Yeah, three weeks. And to be fair, I think it might have been me just being over uh, enthusiastic with it. And um, out of sort of spite, I went and bought the uh, silky. Um, pocket boy <laughs> and I'm not I'm not entirely sure that that's any better I just thought I haven't broken it yet um, but the Laplander I've had for a decade and I've had to replace the blade because I've worn it out but well yeah obviously it. yeah I think I've, it's not it's more to do with um, the ergonomics of it as well the Laplander has a, a longer handle which is sort of bent over slightly and it's Slight really ergonomic to, it to cut yeah and when you when you do pull on the draw cut it encourages you to pull on it because the way in which it is held in your hand it you, you draw the, the base of the handle towards you so it encourages the right cut the opener's a bit straighter i know it's got a slight it curve is. in it to, to house the blade but yeah I, it's a pruning saw let's be honest yeah it's not but the reality is, I probably had my thumb too close, and sort of as you do, you just hold it a bit and go. And I just pulled it back and literally went straight across the top of my thumb. I was like, "Oh, ouch!" It, it, yeah, it was sore. I just butterflied it in super glue, yeah. mate. Yeah, that's the way forward. Yeah. And Although, if you are left listening, it. if you do cut yourself seriously, you should probably take yourself to Amy. Being camping, the camping and outdoors podcast. What are you doing? I'm just cracking open a can of beer. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> just remember, uh, triangle, from your knees to your balls, basically. Very good advice, and I've not actually heard it put that way before, but it's, I'm just looking at my knees to my balls right now. <laughs> and it's a triangle, mate. You don't, you don't, you don't, don't cut, in, cut in that area. If you slip and cut anywhere within that, either you're going to yeah. suddenly find yourself having uh, uh, reconstructive surgery or you're, you're going to bleeding watch, out in yeah. two or three minutes. Well, yeah, two or three minutes, you're literally going to watch yourself die. You need to be very, very careful. You don't, don't mess around with anything like that. Inside of your knees to your balls. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's actually very good advice, Ben. It's probably the most profound advice I think you've ever said, yeah. actually. Knees to balls, mate. Triangle. Triangle of death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed. It is indeed. We've we've got the pleasantries out of the way, yeah. and uh, you know we've discussed a little bit about presents, and we will go into some presents specifically, like not in the next couple of weeks, but maybe six months from now, because we've we tried them out. Yeah, I, I might turn around and say, do you know what? Then I forgot it was piss crap. I doubt it, but let's do an, an honest appraisal of it when the time comes. Yeah. 
Um, let's bring it up today. What's happening with lockdown for you? Uh, we, we, we're we just about to go into tier four. You're, I know you're already Ooh. in tier four. Yeah, you're part of the party. Yeah. That's it now. Do you, join the party, Ben. That's it. Party let's... where no one's welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just deciding what to wear for my uh, living room party for New Year's <laughs> New Year's Eve, mate, to be honest. I don't know whether to just wear yeah. my pants or uh, a dressing gown. I'm what? not sure. But I'd go pants, if I were you. Pants and a lob on. You're listening to Bean Camping with your hosts, Ben and Ant. Welcome to the virtual campfire. No one cares anymore, do they? No. No. <laughs> I don't. I'll have, I'll have the so curtains we, we, open as well. We, <laughs> <laughs> we, we've been in been tier four for, I don't know, uh, Boxing Day, actually. And in actual fact, we got um, uh, contact traced through our school for one of our children on uh, Christmas Eve, or was it the 23rd? I can't remember. But basically meant that today was our first day out. And although technically we didn't actually have to isolate, but we decided to do the right thing and just stay indoors and not see anybody at all. That's the logic. Um, it's the right thing to do, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were comfortable with that. And uh, today was the end of. And I, although anyone listening will say, well, you know, 23rd to the 29th isn't the right amount of time, but that's not from when we were notified or when they were notified. So we have done it right. We've done the right thing. And today was our day. So that was it. It's, yeah. it's what it is, unfortunately. There's, there's not a great deal we can do about it. The only good thing we no. can look forward to is just going to work and going home. <laughs> yeah, and no one looked forward to that before the virus, no. to be fair. So, so nothing's really changed for me. A great deal has changed. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only difference I, I, is alcohol uptake. Is, uh, that's, that's been a, 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 a massive in, in improvement. I mean, fuck, I've, yeah. got, I've probably got through nearly a litre of vodka. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's per day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my, my litres per gallon over the last few weeks has increased dramatically. So, Yeah, uh, I've drunk a lot more the last few weeks. Who cares? I don't. <laughs> most, most people that listen to this will probably have consumed quite a few alcoholic units, which will increase their enjoyment of the podcast. So yeah, so our, don't listen to it sober, because it'll be shit. <laughs> Yeah, no, have a few before you listen. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Get, yeah, no, third, third of a litre of vodka down you. Just do it neat. At least. At least. Give it an hour and then put it on blast. Yeah, and then we we, we both sound like experts. Yeah, give Ray Mears a run for so, his money. <laughs> we should get Ray on it. That'd be nice. Um, it, to be honest, it would have been nice to have seen him at the Bushcraft show earlier on this year, but obviously well, that didn't happen. I'm, I'm sure because because it was cancelled that I'm sure he's he's probably wondering what to do on his diary right now. And Ray, if you're listening, um, I think I could probably give you a half hour, maybe forty five minutes at a push. Forty five minutes at a push, mate. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't want to give him much more of my time. No, I mean we've got busy schedules, obviously jam packed, and I'm sure he'd be dying, absolutely dying, to give us an hour of his time. Yeah, I've got a I've got a rucksack and knife to play with. So if he's not interested, I'm a I'm off doing that, pal. But you know, well, I've got some woodwork to do. <laughs> you have, yeah, yeah. You got that. You got that Laplander to test out on your fence posts. I mean, well, that's it. Who hasn't got time to listen to Ray Mears? I haven't. I've, I've got. I've got. To, <laughs> I've got the ball and chain next door. A list of jobs to get on with. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's quite interesting because we we have actually got some incoming interviews, hopefully, and we've spoken to a few people, and they've they've been gracious enough to say yes. 
It's just that we don't know when yes will be. So um, yeah, it's, we've got to, the, the technological yeah. side of it as well as, well, we can just about do this. Well, this this is doable because we've we've changed the tax tonight of which we're doing this and this is now audio only. And I genuinely hope that when you listen back to this, that it comes across OK, because it was it was given to us that we should do it video audio. And that, quite frankly, has been a major ball ache. Absolute, absolute arse to the point where let's just say this is uh, version two. Version one won't make make the sound waves. Not even as a, a one off like uh, director's cut or anything like that. It just won't happen because no, no, that's in the bin. It is in the bin, and unfortunately, that's just you know. We'll, I'll, I'll explain briefly. We uh, recorded probably an hour and twenty minutes worth of, of podcast, but it took us probably that long to actually get to the point of recording, and it was just an absolute. Yeah faff and farce and both of us by that point if you spent an hour and 20 minutes trying to get something to work you're not interested and also we've both yeah. been drinking so you can imagine it well it was like we get drunker mate proper and i mean i was way wrecked i was absolutely smashed 60 minutes in and i couldn't even tell you what button to press on an iphone <laughs> i was like oh mate, I, was, I was panned mates and a catch-up it was hilarious but it's nothing that you nothing that you're proud of that goes beyond us two is it no absolutely not <laughs> no so we, we've gone back to this is this is quite apt really because it's like the bushcraft staple keep it simple stupid it's the kiss principle yeah you know and tonight is exactly that we've gone audio only and you might think it's really difficult but actually when you know somebody and you know you 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 speak to him about a lot of things then it's not that hard no it's not because it's like you know two mates having a catch-up really and that's that's basically what it is and we're just you know a couple of you know, just one-line topics to sort of steer the conversation slightly but that you know that's a, that's about as far yeah. as it gets we don't really yeah, exactly. don't really have a script or plan for anything it's just like well you know i've got written here xmas wishes well we've already said you know, that's merry christmas and how have you been actually that was the first on that was the first on my list as well I think I just yeah. copied yours. <laughs> how, how have you been? Merry Christmas. <laughs> well, look, so we've got a couple of interviews lined up. Um, I'm not going to, I don't want to give too much away, but it's somebody that is uh, well-renowned in the documentary making world and has pretty decent credentials. I'm not going to say any more than that. However, I, I feel like we're running out of time to make that happen. So that needs to happen sooner rather than later. It does need to happen sooner rather than later. Otherwise that person is going to be in the other side of the world in which we're not going to be able to do it because of time differences, etc. Um, oh, we could just wake well, up at three o'clock in the morning and do it. Well, if you want to do that, that's fine. Or whatever. I don't uh, know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I probably choose not to. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Let, no, we'll we'll get it in before before we you'll be back on the fourth, I assume. Yeah, I'll make that happen at some point. The next one after that, potentially, and I don't want to go any further than this because it's the only two we've got lined up. But I did promise you by the end of this year we would have an interview lined up, of which we will have. Uh, the next one is is relatively exciting. I want to give it away, so we'll just wait and see what happens. Well, that's it then. If you're not going to tell yeah, me, then no, I'm not going to tell you. Well, that's fine. Yeah, you just, I just have to suck it and see, mate. <laughs> Let the surprises commence. <laughs> Let's talk about a giveaway, shall we? Okay. 
it was gifted to me actually recently and should i say what it is yeah okay so it's a bucksaw it's a wooden it's a handmade wooden bucksaw by a, a cabinet maker and um uh, i know this this guy very well and he is also of the sort of outdoor bushcrafty kind of elk and he was like I, I really think you'd appreciate this and i was like genuinely i do right okay so let's say you do spend a week under a bit of tarp you think right books are it is and you look at yeah you take it yeah now part of the reason why we do this podcast podcast is because we we kind of use it as a getaway in our own minds to accept that we can't personally go on well that and i think okay. covid spurred this on more than anything else it's a virtual campfire it's a it, it's a good excuse to have, have a catch-up and talk about interests and what we're up to and you know if we've been anywhere unfortunately we haven't been anywhere but you know if we have then it's something to discuss and then have a conversation about Bean Camping, the Camping and Outdoors podcast. Let's go to questions. Um, we, we have been contacted. Uh, yes, so <laughs> so every episode, I, if, if I remember, I, I tend to just shout out, you know, beancampingpodcast at gmail.com. And actually, we've had someone email in. So Excellent. It's, it's interesting, interesting. Um, a lot of questions. Well, yeah, there's about seven, seven or eight different questions and some real, oh, real good. difficult really ones good. that I probably need a few days to think about and, and, and reply back, to be quite honest. But uh, yeah, shout out to Steve, who uh, dropped, dropped that in. Uh, Steve W, I, I believe. One of the questions was favourite location. That is a tough one. Favourite locations. But there's one that, that, that stands out more so than anywhere else because it's, it's, it tends to actually be my stopping through point when I go solo camping over the Peak District. It's a lovely little okay. bit of woodland. The view is phenomenal. Um, just a real nice, just picturesque, mate. There's nothing nicer than just sitting there, letting the sun go down behind you and just, you know, watching the stars come out and then just sit there for half hour, nursing a coffee with a bit extra in it and, and, uh, and then hitting the sack light and then waking up in the morning to, you know, just proper clear skies sounds it's, good. it's really nice mate peaceful tranquil so is that your number one yeah spot, i think it? so i'm yeah. gonna say that's my number one it's difficult it isn't is it? because the, what, what, do you know what i think is actually is it's not necessarily where you have been it's where you haven't been yeah because i could go somewhere else and then that's going to be my next number one spot because i think bloody hell this was amazing that's better than but right now in time mm. in this in this moment in time the uh, the last time i had yeah. a mate with me and he was like this is a really good spot it's sheltered. It's just nice. It's just really nice. You know, there's so many places I haven't been. It blows my mind where I haven't. I could sit and look at a map all day long and just go, I want to go there, I want to go there, I want to go there. And this is such a loaded question. It's one of the smartest questions I think we could probably ever be asked. Yeah, it's, it's, a, real, it's a real tough one because, like I say, there's, don't get me wrong, there's, there's, there's loads of places that I like. You know, there's, there's nowhere that I don't like. You know, if you're top of the Malvern Hills, for example, the view there is absolutely stonking mad because you i've never been at malvern hills so literally, literally just, that, but... well you can see from you can see for, for miles mate for proper miles because yeah it's, it's it's just like a mound in, in a effectively a, a plane yeah. really you just just see forever um but again you know wales it doesn't matter where you go in wales like up in the hills the views the view is spectacular but yeah it's epic yeah but you can't go wrong for me that's something that's an hour away that i can just park the car up 
and sod off and have a night's camping. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'll, I'll answer that by saying that two of my favourite routes are the sort of Norfolk Coast route and the Pedders Way route. And equally, they're good fun. Um, but anywhere along the Norfolk coast where you can, you, you can join the path. And recently it's been, you know, they've, they've stuck another, I don't know how many miles on it. I've, I've completed it, but about four days after I completed it, it uh, we've just added another extra, however many miles. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just, it's, it's like, it's like climbing Everest and then finding out that the world's moving three inches taller. Yeah. And you're just like, really? We plan to head out to, towards Overstrand, but we'll have to wait and see what the, the, the COVID restrictions are and how we can do that. We're, we're self-contained within a, a camper van if need be. We've got our own toilet facilities, etc. We, we've got no reason to mix with anybody, but I do respect local uh, restrictions. So I, I'm gagging to do that bit. And that's going to be an overnight stay um, just a long way. It's, I never used to like it. There was something when I was maybe seven eight nine years old i suppose where we would spend hours and hours on the beach and i would get grit blasted i would get covered in salt water and my skin would crack and i'd have sandy cucumber sandwiches <laughs> it was just like really <laughs> and for a long period of time i was like not for me thanks not for me but actually since we've had children i'm slowly warming towards it again and uh, we we do have family that has a um, sort of beach hut, yeah, and that helped. That's helped the transition a great deal. I've got to say because I can dive off in that and you know light the light a stove and make a hot chocolate and enjoy it a bit more. Um, but now I'm ready to just fully embrace it again. And the the Norfolk coast is somewhere of real beauty, so I'm okay with that. I've never been. I've never been to the north. Yeah. I, I mean, I used to live by the sea, so. I, I get, got I, to, I've got to take you, Ben. We'll, we'll do it. I mean, bloody hell, we've got some pedders ways to do as well yet. Um, yeah, we have. Yeah, we've done half of it, haven't we? We've walked half of yeah, it. Yeah, we've done a fair bit of it. Um, but we've got we've got the rest of it. Like I say, it's when you're limited on on. on I mean, we did plan to do to do some more this year, but obviously, yeah, plans scuppered. We did. We so we we, we walked half of it, and then was we were going to bike the rest of it. Um, that was us two and my son. Uh, my eldest, I should say, and um, we just never really, we never really got a chance, no. did we? So, no, it just didn't didn't materialise, didn't work out. Um, in fact, you no. gave me a bike. I did. How is that? How is that touring <laughs> bike conversion coming? <laughs> uh, I, I I had it serviced, um, new tyres, um, uh, a couple of other bits and bobs, and I hate it <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> why do you think i gave it to you <laughs> so it's it's sat in the shed actually um just waiting for me to be asked be asked with it again so it's sat in your shed cycled a couple of miles on it and i just thought i don't like it <laughs> I, I'm, I'm i'm so not offended like, and i don't i don't mean it to say that i gave you a piece of crap no no it's it's, 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 it's not it's, it's a quality bike i just don't like it i mean like this this seat i don't know i i, I don't know whether i'd be more comfortable like taking the seat off and fitting a deal i'm not too sure like <laughs> I, I don't know I, <laughs> just riding the seat yes, mate, just extending it by 12 inches so i bought that on a bike to work scheme which it's a brilliant scheme, although you have to do it on, or at the time I had to do it online. And therein came the problem because I rang them up and they said, well, how tall are you? And I told them and said, well, you know, how much do you weigh? And I was like this. 
And they went, oh, this is the bike for you. And they sent it to me. I was like, excellent. And so I paid for it for the next 12 months out of a salary sacrifice scheme. And then I went down <laughs> to my local bike shop and went, can I have a bike, please? And they went, there's this one for 250 quid or that'll do. I was like, fine. And I love it. <laughs> it's, yeah. You know, it's it's one of them. But yeah. I, at least I had a go. I took the time to renovate it and get it up, up to up to par and all that. I just hate I hate the gears. I don't, I don't just just give me two little levers. You know, one changes gear, and and one and what? Uh, I'll tell you what. How about this for a deal then? I've given you this bike to you. You 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 sell it and uh, reclaim the money <laughs> that you've reinvested back into it, and then anything that's left over will put back into gifts for a giveaway. Yeah. I need, to, I need to sell it. I'll just try and stick it out and think, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then, and then I... do you know, do you know what I think the problems are? The problem is the, is the dropped bars. That's what I think the problem would be. It's, it's not the, it's the, the handles aren't the, aren't the, aren't the issue. Um, I don't, I don't like how it changes gear. I didn't enjoy that one bit. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just not, not technical savvy anymore. I don't know. Am I? Am I? Am I Neanderthal when it comes to bikes? I'm not sure. Most people just think that bike you just pedal and you yeah, go forward. That's... And this is actually why I really like the bike that I've got, which is I just pedal it and I yeah, go forward. That's 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 or you, or that's what you want in a bike. If I'm honest with you. Although I am I am seriously thinking about the switch. I think it's called switch. The switch uh, e-bike oh, system. Which yeah, converts you, it. you can get those those electric bikes now. You just have a battery and then just. If you, if you can't be arsed. Yeah, this is it. So oh, sl- well, where you live, yeah. it's slight incline. Get the electric motor on that. <laughs> I mean, at best, I'm 20 metres above sea level, yeah. wherever I go in the <laughs> county. And it's one of the largest counties in the country. So, you know, I just don't really have to do anything. My brother-in-law has just bought one of the Vamoof ones, which is a pretty top-end bike, and he's offered it to me. And I'm a little bit worried about either crashing it, stacking it, it getting stolen, or me just forgetting where I've left it. So I'm reluctant to use it. On that basis, I probably won't use it because I'm, I'm too terrified on him losing a big investment. However, I did have a go on it and it is another world. Being Camping, the Camping and Outdoors podcast. It'd be nice to, to hear yeah. what, what people had, you know. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm always interested to hear off, off 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 people, and you know, it could be different things that they've had, different knife brands that they enjoy, and it could be it could spur me to have a look and think, yeah, I'll get one of those and try it out. I'm always always willing to learn and look at new things. Shoot as a mail, being camping podcast at gmail.com, You know, far away. It would be nice to hear about some routes, wouldn't it? About things that we can yeah. actually do. And I know that I know it's difficult at the moment, and you know, the whole the whole reason that this occurred was because of covid let's be honest it, it forced us to do something that we weren't we were thinking about doing but we never yeah, really we had time to do and we never really had time to do because i think probably that we will continue to do this even if covid wasn't an issue yeah. so it would be lovely to to hear about people's suggested routes or if they want to contact us uh, to talk about particular places that they've been to well within reason i understand that not everyone wants to you know, drop name, drop their preferred location, and I get it, of course. But um, I just want to hear about their experience. Yeah, like here's another thing I got for Christmas. I got some more OS maps. Um, I absolutely love. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell me I about them. I love maps. Like I, I'm a, I'm, I won't say nerd, but 
Love a map. Right, I love a paper map that I can just sit and scour over and look at every detail and, you know, find obscure things and, you know, just all up. It was like, disused yeah. mine shafts and stuff like that and then just spend the map, you know, spend spend an hour look, looking for disused mine shafts. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm properly sad, but I, I, I like to, you know, if, if I'm going for a walk, I, I like I like a paper map of, of where I'm going for, for the sole re- for the sole reason of 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 well basically of, uh, of of just plotting out and knowing exactly I can just look at a map and go right you know I, I, it could be an hour and I can just look at the the terrain and where I am and 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 sort of plot and go well actually well I was here when I last looked at the map I've gone roughly work out you know in an hour two three four miles or whatever and then go right I'm here and I know I'm here because of that specific outcrop of rocks there it's it's highlighted on the map you know the uh, it's the it's the yeah. explorer maps um i think it's a one one to twenty five thousand yeah. scale so they're incredibly detailed um the, you know the os maps are such a fantastic like is you know yeah okay you can download them you can get them on your phone and all that but once when your phone dies under normal circumstances obviously i'm talking i'm not talking about this year but i would be like Whereabouts should we go? And they're like, what about here? I'm like, yeah, we could go there. Or what about this bit? Or they're like, oh, what yeah, about yeah. here? I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. And then we're gone. But it, yeah, it te- so, teaches teaches them. Uh, I, I can remember clear as daylight um, in, in cadets, and we'd we'd be doing. And I've I've always like, yeah, you know, my, my my dad taught me how to read a map, um, and it was it's quite frustrating because I was, you know, I'm very good at reading the map. Um, yeah, you are you are good at map reading. Actually, I got to like, say that for the record. I, and okay, I don't. I'm probably not so good at compass reading, although because I, I've not had to do it for a very very long time. But that's something that that as long as you know how to do it, you can just do it. But actually interpreting what's drawn in it effectively in in two D, and yeah. I, and I, I you know I'd get it, and it'd be like oh cadets for example, right. I'm going to give you six digits. Where is it on the map? And it take me pff, 20 seconds and I just go d- d- there. And it was to the point where flight sergeant, I can't remember his name now because I'm going back nearly 20 years. Cully it might have been. I can't remember. Anyway, you, you can sit this out because you can read a map. You know, th- these, these guys can't read maps. I enjoy it. I enjoy reading maps. Um, and my absolute aim of the game is to collect every map of the UK and have a cabinet where they're all just in there. So if I go camping, I can just go right. I'm getting number twenty one out or Take number twenty four. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good goal. So for birthdays and for Christmas, I'm just going to collect them all, or even just through the year. Yeah, that is a that is a really good. I got to say that is a really good goal actually, to have the entire back catalogue on paper, where at any one point you could go to anywhere in the UK. Yeah, that's a a, a fairly lifelong. Uh, buy it outright and download it but it isn't quite the same is it and to have someone to gift it to you as well like bit by bit almost it's like i had five it's like a project os maps for off off my dad because he said what do you want for christmas and i said well you know you get me a load of stuff each year and don't get me wrong there's some really good stuff some stuff i'm not so fussed over i tell you what why don't you get me some maps and he was like maps i was like yeah os maps and he was right okay which ones explorer ones yeah, okay, then five, one or two. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be pretty stuck. Five, mate. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so, I, I know, think that's, that's great. Yeah, you've yeah, done I've well. Got, but not just like f- five of all 
sort of the same area. They're all different. Like, there's a couple for Scotland, a couple there. Uh, I think one for Wales. Is oh, that's even um, better. Yeah, that he's re- he's pushed your boundaries on where. In, it, incidentally, where uh, the Broads, um, which is your neck of the woods, near enough. Um, yeah, got OS back for the yeah, Broads yeah. as well. So, I mean, yeah. That's you know that's that's something we could probably look at in the future. Uh, have a have a meet around there. I don't I don't yeah, know I don't know how accessible it is because it's it's fairly wet and and boggy and so I don't know if there's that's any right. cut through. You know, but again, study the map, have a look. It's fine. I've got a canoe. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I'm a I'm a bit thicker set than you, <laughs> and I can't swim either. So <laughs> it's alright. I've I've also got three life jackets and it's a three man canoe. So two for fine. me, one for you. Job done. No, definitely. I mean, it's, it's the reason actually we bought the canoe because f- for a long period of time I was like, well, where can we go and what can we do? And then I realised that the Broads are one of the biggest sort of national areas in this county and we got a canoe and I have to say that we haven't really used it much purely for the same reasons is that I can't swim either. That, that is an entirely different subject, yeah. I think. I'm not going to go there today. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's fine, mate. That is fine. Well, I think that's a really good place to yes, end mate. it. Yes, mate. I've, I've, I'm going to end it with you for a little gift that I've left you at the tail end of this podcast, so you'll have to listen up for that. Are you, you going to edit that in? <laughs> my, my gift to you for Christmas. An absolute absolute treat. <laughs> Look, wishing you a Merry Christmas. Yes, mate. A safe yeah, tier four. We'll be, we'll be fine. And, we'll be absolutely uh, fine. Let's just look forward to the springtime, perhaps, when not just us, but everybody can be out there and be safe. And go wild together. and have a belated New Year's and belated birthdays. And I think uh, we'll have two stuff. birthdays next year. Yeah. <laughs> right then, yeah. mate. I'll see you on the other side. So, Ben, my Christmas present to you is this. In the 12 months of Christmas, COVID brought to me 12 weeks of lockdown, 11 new hobbies, 10 hours waiting, 9 Netflix box sets, 8 too much, 7 mates on Zoom, 6 people gathering, 5G masts, 4 same walls, 3 top tiers, 2 toilet rolls and a vaccine for my gran. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to the Bean Camping Podcast. 